welcome to our show, Film Talk with AJ Dean. I'm AJ Dean, your host, and I'm so happy that you're tuning in with us tonight, today, wherever you are. And I have the brilliant and amazing co-host, Paul Vato. Hey, Paul, oh. how you doing? What a relief. I heard you say amazing and brilliant. I thought you replaced me. All right. Well, thank you. It's good to be here. <laughs> you are the amazing and brilliant Paul. Paul Vato, you really, really are. And Paul, guess who is in the building tonight, today? We have a very, very special guest. She's she's one of my favorites, uh, a dear friend to me. She is amazing. Patricia Chica. She is a director, producer, screenwriter, and she's got this fantastic movie that she created and directed and filmed. It's a wonderful story. We're going to hear all about it. Montreal Montreal girls, welcome Patricia. Hello, how are you darling? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. What a great energy you have in this room, AJ and Paul. And it's so great to finally see you, Paul, face to face, even if it's over the computer, because all of us, we have been friends on Clubhouse for so long and we speak every week. So it's great to be able to do this together. So thank you for having me today. Oh, Patricia, thank you for, for being here. And isn't that right, Paul? A hundred percent. I mean, I feel like I know you because I know that we've spent many, many hours on Clubhouse uh, together, you know, in each other's rooms. And you moderate some of the best rooms on Clubhouse, especially in the entertainment industry. And I, you're probably one of the first rooms that I popped into when I joined a little bit over a year ago. Uh, my, my first day on Clubhouse was the last day of January. So I oh, just wow. celebrated my one year anniversary and I just feel like we've been together ever since. I just remember popping into, into those rooms and, and, uh, and listening to you speak and wondering who you were and then and actually then getting to meet you and then you know kind of getting to know each other on Clubhouse. But then, but you, yeah, this is kind of shocking to finally like actually meet face to face still on Zoom, but still face to face. So it's wonderful, such a wonderful treat. Uh, so thank you, thank you so much, Patricia. Oh, it's my pleasure, really. And you can call me Chica as well, you know. I, I almost by... did. I... <laughs> yes, and you know, I go with both. Patricia, Chica, however you feel like calling me, I, I'll take it with uh, gratitude. Wonderful. Well, before the show's over, I would love to talk, uh, speak about your name because I've always found it so interesting. Uh, if, if I mean, if you have Latina roots or or what, what all that is. Uh, that's what I love about this podcast with AJ, that we get to delve a little bit deeper than we normally do on Clubhouse. That's if you do want to talk about that, you know, so thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah, I was born in El Salvador uh, in Central America. And when the war stroke in my homeland, uh, my family left and went to Canada and we were uh, war refugees. So I, I'm a war child refugee from El Salvador who became Canadian and now I'm in, in the United States. So uh, triple uh, the cultural background. That's amazing. That's wonderful. And you still, because I detect a little bit of a Montreal accent, Canadian yes. accent, but do you still also uh, maintain your Spanish? Do you, speak, do you speak Spanish and do you speak French and do you speak uh, yeah, English, I, of course? Yes, I speak Spanish and French and the accent is from Montreal. It's a mixture of French with uh, English oui. and Spanish. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Beautiful. I uh, love that. I love that so much. I'm from French. Chicago where we don't got an accent. So, you know, that's why <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think that's so great. And, you know, I did want to say Chica energy Chica is so important. You know, you have a, uh, Patricia has, I want everyone to know that Patricia has this amazing uh, clubhouse room on, uh, it's called the Chi Energy Club. Is that right, Patricia? And can you tell us a little bit about it? It's so wonderful, everything about it. Yes, well, Chi Energy is a method that I created to help creatives, uh, filmmakers, screenwriters, and certainly actors to, understand how to utilize energy to serve their creativity and their performance. But honestly, it's how to connect storytelling with mindfulness, with meditation, intuition, and everything that helps you as a tool to become better at your craft. 
And also it's a philosophy for me. It's a mindset of uh, being aligned with ourselves so we can better serve our productions, our stories, but also the teams we collaborate with. And uh, I, the base of the method is to really understand our energy centers, the chakras. For those who do yoga they, or meditation, you would understand what it is. And really is to tap in those properties and, and those behaviors that are triggered by the different energy centers and how to expand yourself by alignment. So it's a really cool way of and a really great process to accelerate results. And that's what I teach at, under the Chi Energy Club. And I'm a Chi Energy educator and activist. So my intention is to one day make it a standard in the industry, in film, television, entertainment, for everyone to understand that language of energy so they can become better at their craft with, within the, themselves and also as a team member. It's phenomenal. Uh, I want to congratulate you and thank you, uh, Patricia, because this is so important. Energy is almost the first thing, you know, the choice of words and um, and how we speak and what we say. Isn't it kind of the first impression for pe from people? It's the first impression that you really speak your existence with every word you say. Uh, everything you, you speak becomes. So be mindful of the language you use. And there are certain words that I tell my team, you're not allowed to use them when you're in my presence or working in my company or on my productions because they are failure words. They are low energy words. Like when you say, I, I'll try, what is it to try? Try to raise your hand tomorrow try to raise your hand right now. You, you don't really know, but raise your hand. You, you do this, right? So there are certain words that really diminish the potential you already have. And, and to just understand, uh, for example, somebody who says, I can't do that. Why can't you? Why don't you just acknowledge that you want to do it? Because maybe at the moment you're not capable of, or you don't have the knowledge or the expertise or, or the skills, but just say, I won't do it because then you take ownership of your actions instead of letting another circumstance out, outside of yourself uh, take control over what you can or cannot do. So just uh, shifting a few words here and there in your language and vocabulary can shift the whole reality of how you create on a set or how you write a script or how you act if you're an actor or a performer. So it's very important to understand that language. I love this and beautifully said. Thank you so much, Patricia. And you know, Paul, you're very positive. You have a positive way about you. Um, this is this is right along with you and your thinking, right? A hundred percent. And and you know, kind of going back through my history, I think it really came about when I stu started studying improvisational comedy in Chicago and learning about Yes And, the power of Yes And, which is what we base long form improv on. Um, and Yes And is agreement and continuance. So, so I think when that happened, uh, I started just being a more agreeable person instead of like, well, no, but, or, or yeah, okay, but maybe, you know, you, you, you say yes and, and then you figure it out together either as a team or a, as a two-person scene, but also like in relationships or in, you know, team building and things like that. And then, and then doing yoga, you know, when I started doing yoga, I, I started seeing a lot of the correlations between improv and yoga, which a lot of it is being in the moment, not worrying about the past, not worrying about the future. Because if, if you're worrying about the past or the future, you're not in the moment. And improv is, a, is very much that way where it's active listening, being in the moment, don't worry about what I think I, I want the scene to go, but you know we're gonna create this together. So you have to be in the moment to do that. So I don't know if that's part of like chi energy or not, but I mean, that's, uh, for me, it's, it's a positivity. That's where that, I think that that's where it comes from. And I think just being a happy person, that helps maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know, high energy means high income. People who have high energy, they create, they attract. 
people who have low energy, they repel and they don't uh, get the results they want. So how can you be successful when you have low energy? Uh, it, it's, it's contradictory. So what you say, Paul, about being in the present moment is so important because is, it's only in the present moment that you can create with intention. And that will be seen and observed and created later in the future as a result. It's cause and effect, right? But it starts right now, right here, where you are with the breath. You know, when you inhale, you have to exhale. And if you stop that, you will be diminished. You will be disempowered. So just be mindful of how to be every single moment of your life. And um, you can find eternity in an instant when you have a, a great intention. And that's what we call the state of flow, especially you, Paul, and AJ, your host and creators and also performers. Uh, you can really extend that, that second of presence because when you are in the state of flow, time vanishes. And that's the beauty of creation is when you don't have a sense of time is that you are lost in your focus and your energy to create something that you are aligned with and you expand those results by just being in the present, like you say, Paul. And it's beautiful that as an improv artist, you understand that because it's totally, you know, bouncing energy. I react to you, you react to me <laughs> and we are together exchanging yeah. that energy. <laughs> and that's that's co-creation if you you you're thinking too much you're not going to be listening to what the other person says or the energy they're sending back and you're not coherent with anything around you right with your environment with your existence so it's so important to uh, understand energy that way yes i love this i'm sorry go ahead paul no that, that, that's that that's exactly it I, of course, I was gonna, I was gonna kid around and go like, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. What'd you say? But uh, it, it, it is, it is that that give and give and take, where uh, active listening, uh, especially in improv on the stage, and there are other distractions, but because you're also creating your whole environment, especially in improv, you know, there's a table over there, there's a chair over there, you're on a blank stage, but yet you're creating these wonderful uh, environments, which you have to be. Uh, conscious of if you've created a table and all of a sudden you've walked through a table everybody saw it but now you got to justify it oh it turns out I was a, a ghost or the table was made out of balsa wood or you know something but <laughs> but yeah there, there is there is that being in the moment uh, because if, if and it's it's it goes even like in business or just in everyday conversations if I'm so anxious to tell you what I want to tell you or to prove my point or win the argument I'm not really listening to what you're saying. And, and you know, that's what we have to take a step back, I think, and, and start actively listening to each other. And, and don't be afraid of a little bit of silence, like take it in and then respond, you know. But sometimes, maybe even like on Clubhouse, the people that just keep talking, you know, if they just stop for a second, somebody else is gonna jump in, you know, <laughs> you're not allowed that. So that's why I love something like this where we can go back and forth. Uh, and I think I've been talking too much. So thank you guys. <laughs> well, it's, it's great that you say, uh, take the time, the silence in between the, before the response, because when we are in our head, we tend to react to what people are giving us. But when we take that time to take a deep breath and to relax and be mindful and to listen, then you can digest what the person is saying, saying process it, and then you can respond with intention. And that is so important in communication that it goes two-way listening as much as, even more than what we, we speak, right? So we can really process and respond with intention. This 100%. is amazing. This is amazing. In fact, everybody, I just took a deep breath with Patricia and Paul. And it felt so good and let it out. Oh, it's just so relaxing. And you're absolutely right, Patricia. And I love this. I love this so much. So I think we're going to um, switch it up now and get right into it because I want to ask some amazing questions from you. I'm so excited you're here. 
But this was so important and I loved it um, as, as the beginning opening. Um, what a great opening. Thank you so much uh, for this. I'm, I'm just so happy um, you're here, uh, both of you. So Patricia, I wanna ask you, what film projects are you most proud of? I am so proud uh, the the upcoming feature film that I directed, co-wrote, and I'm one of the producers of. It's called Montreal Girls, and this is my debut feature, a dramatic feature. I've been working on this project for so long, and it's coming out this fall. So I'm thrilled, and uh, it, it what I love about the project and what I'm proud of to answer your question is the fact that it's the first feature film in history made with chi energy. I train the cast, the producers, and even the every head of department in a yoga studio where I usually teach this method. And I train them to learn the, the language and the tools and the techniques to collaborate together with energy and with themselves, with their own creative process within their own profession. And the whole film was made with, with it. Uh, there's a documentary that is going to come out at the same time as the feature that explains the process. Uh, there was a young student, a film student who filmed all the rehearsals and all the practices and she created this beautiful uh, behind the scenes uh, documentary showing the, uh, the story arc of how the film was made with the actors, but also how it transformed the actors in their, their process, the way they were, they, their presence and their uh, performance. Uh, it's very compelling. So I'm very proud of, to have been able to invite all of these people to understand energy and to apply it on a feature film. What an amazing set. I wish I could have been there. And on, can I be on your next set? Because that's the kind of energy that I love. How about you, Paul? A hundred percent. And especially if it means getting another acting gig, yes. But, <laughs> I, but in all seriousness, no, uh, though, I mean, I, I, I can't wait to see the doc. I can't wait to see your film, but I can't wait to see the documentary because maybe if more filmmakers applied these techniques, which some people might think of, you know, as, as uh, you know, new agey and whatnot, but maybe that's what the world needs. And I mean, I'd be so curious to, to see that uh, uh, and be a part of it. So a hundred percent, are you kidding me with, uh, and I don't think I would have maybe even said this. Well, of course, because of improv, I would have said yes and, and done it. But uh, before yoga, uh, you know, would have just been like, wait, what's going on? But I, with yoga, I believe, I totally believe it. And is that part of it, like this chi energy that you, with the training, is it somewhat yogic or is, is it uh, Reiki or is there something it's different? everything. That... We use so many modalities. And I just want to give a disclaimer. I did not invent chi energy. I mean, the chakra system has existed for, for since we, we exist as a human species. But what I have done is to really make combinations of different techniques and modalities and practices to amplify performance and to amplify creativity and the potential of each person within their the constraints of their profession wow. so they can accelerate the results and it's really just to create at the higher level and i would say you create in your mind what you want and 80% of the work is done even before you bring it to the body and to the physical realm. So that's really the method. So to accelerate the results from the intention today, this is what I, I wanna do. For example, I, I have this idea for a script or I have this film project or I have this budget, this financial structure that I want to, this film I want to finance or there's this audition I'm doing tomorrow morning. This is what where you are today with the intention of succeeding the task. And to accelerate those results and bring them closer to today is really to be mindful of the steps of energy that um, you can utilize with different techniques. So what I do with an actor, if I want them to achieve something specific, I, I would know which chakra to work with or what, uh, 
tool or technique I can give them so they can accelerate those results. And that is what it's seen in the documentary. Like how do actors play drunk in a film that looks natural and not just pretending to be drunk or not drinking on set, right? And there are ways to block certain chakras that you can really create that blockage temporarily just for the take of obviously not forever. And then you see the actors on balance. The root chakra is not fully grounded. So they, they are losing balance. And then you can work on making the body be very, very heavy and sluggish and slow because when you're drunk, you're, you're not fully uh, coordinated, right? But the, the head is very light and bubbly and there's a lot of laughter and giggling. So you work with all those energy centers and when you, you call action, the actors, they're just moving with their body. They're not in their mind trying to create that performance. It's really the body reacting to how you manipulated the energy. So incredible. So that's how you, you, you can accelerate results, especially my lead actor wasn't an, a trained actor. He was not an actor. He was studying um, engineering at the university. So I had to utilize those tools to help him perform and be the lead character in my feature film. So uh, that's how energy came into being on, on that set and very, uh, very useful. I love this. And what a wonderful director you are. Uh, I can imagine that the environment is so conducive and welcoming and comforting and you put everyone in a very happy, calm place so that they feel reassured and comfortable. So thank you so much, Patricia. I, I love that. And I want to see that documentary too. Let's talk a little bit about Montreal Girls. What's it about and how can we watch it and, and see it and the documentary? What, when, when are the details on that, please? Yes, well, the film is coming out in the fall of 2022. We have uh, certain festivals uh, that are well known who, who want the film. Uh, I cannot mention them right now, but it's going to be seen in the circuit. It's, it already has distribution, so it's going to be in the theaters across Canada. It's a Canadian film. And I'm going to South by South, Southwest uh, to uh, as part of a program of the 10 selected features from uh, Canada uh, to look for US distribution. So anyway, you're gonna see it somewhere uh, sometime in the fall. And the film is about uh, a young Middle Eastern student who has to uh, face, he, he's risking the relationship with his dad after quitting medical school in Montreal. And he did not expect that his encounter with two Montreal girls will shatter his perception and reveal to him his destiny. Wow. So, it's a very empowering, but also um, uplifting film because despite he losing, you know, struggling to keep a relationship with his dad and uh, having some drama and conflict with the girls, at the end, he really discovers who he is and to follow his heart to become a poet. Wow, that is, sounds like a, such a great story. And I love this movie poster that you created with the legs here uh, on, on a chair, on a sofa, uh, and the books. It's, it's fabulous, isn't it, Paul? It really is. Yeah, it, it's, the imagery is uh, amazing. It's fantastic. I was just looking at it right now. Uh, so, yeah, very well done, Patricia. This is amazing. That, that teaser poster is not the official poster, by the way. It okay. was created by my co-writer and creative partner, Kamal John Iskander. So I have to give him the credit. He created that as a teaser. It was almost like a joke, you know, the legs with uh, the tattoos. Um, the poster will be a, a little more refined than that uh, when we launch the film uh, with the marketing materials. But thank you for your comments. Uh, I'll tell him you liked it. Yeah, yeah. I love those shoes. Look at those shoes. Uh, those are really um, uh, very tall pumps, aren't they? So I mean, they're they're gorgeous. So 
So thank you to you, Patricia, and thank you to him. And um, I did want to ask you, what? how did you become a film director? I've been a storyteller since I was a child. I remember when I was four years old, I, I was already drawing stories and telling stories to myself and writing poetry. So I've always known forever that since I was little that I wanted to uh, work as a storyteller. And when I discovered cinema, that's when I, I really knew, oh, wow. I, at first I wanted to be an actress. And very soon after doing some theater and acting for friends in, in short films, I realized, oh no, this is not for me. I wanna be the one telling actors what to do and guiding them and directing them and having the grander vision with cameras and sound and colors and cinematography, editing, etc. And uh, at age 17, I decided I'm going to be a director and I've never turned back, you know? I've always been a director since then and it's the most beautiful profession in the world at least to me. It really is. And I have gone on your IMDb uh, and looked at your beautiful photos that you have there. And you have a lot of on-set on -set pictures of you right, you know, directing with the camera. And I love those types of photos. And so I would encourage everybody to please follow Patricia Chica and Flirt Films and, uh, you know, look out for Montreal Girls um, when you see it, when you see it promoted and um, in cinemas, be sure to uh, support Patricia's film. It's, it's wonderful. And um, also I wanted to ask you, Patricia, um, can you give us a name or two of people, uh, directors, actors, that you have enjoyed working with? Oh my God, there are so many people and I really cherish those relationships that I create, those spaces, sacred spaces of uh, creation together. Uh, I would like to name the two lead actors of Montreal Girls, uh, Hakim Brahimi who plays Rami and uh, Jasmine Apparent who plays Desiree. I spent a year with them, training them with Chi Energy to get them ready for the film. And within that year that you see in the documentary, actually, we really bonded so intimately that we, we co-created those characters. They contrib contributed so much to making those characters alive. And to me, that's priceless. I mean, I. How can you have an actor committed for a full year to work with a director? It, it, I mean, it's unseen, but they really believed in, in my method and, and I believed in them. And despite Hakim uh, not having any experience or training as an actor, I trusted him that he could pull it off. And it's so beautiful and their performances are phenomenal, so authentic. Can't wait to see it. I am so excited. What about you, Paul? No, a hundred percent. Because I feel like I've been along on this journey. Because when I first got on Clubhouse, not to keep bringing it back to that, and you being one of the first people in the groups, because you know I found the acting groups, and then you you were you know always hosting and modding these amazing rooms. I remember thinking like, wait, what's going on here? Like, there's an because and correct me if I'm wrong though. Did you have another actor that somehow? was not able to travel here to be in the film or am I thinking of somebody else's project? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, we had Ahmed Malik from Egypt who was yes. cast. And uh, because we, the funding of our, our film comes from the Canadian government, uh, it, he was not approved as a non-Canadian to be the lead in a Canadian film. It was just technical uh, decisions, sure. it, 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 you know. I, I had to replace him. I had 48 hours to find a replacement and I went everywhere, casted, casting calls across the country uh, to find the actor. And we couldn't find a Middle Eastern young actor with the specifics of the, the character. And uh, I found Hakim Brahimi on Instagram. He had the look, so oh, he's perfect, but let's try him out. And he sent a self-tape very quickly within 24 hours. 
And 48 hours later, he was in the room with me uh, as a callback. And I, I spent 90 minutes testing him out with different scenes. And the lead actress, Jasmina, was there to, to give him energy and you know uh, read with him. But uh, after the reading, I wasn't convinced he was the right person until I started interviewing him. I, I started asking questions. And at one moment, I asked him, uh, what do you miss about your home country, Algeria? He was from Algeria. He is from Algeria. And he started crying, thinking of his childhood and how he has not seen his friends and and I just knew at that moment, okay, I have something raw here that I can play with as a director. And I told him, listen, I'm taking a huge risk. If I cast you, you have no experience. You have to commit to be trained by me and to put the hours so you're to make you ready for the, the production. And he said, yeah, but I work full time at the bank. And I said, okay, well, that's, that's my uh, condition. And a few days later, he calls me and he said, I just quit my job. When do we start? And it shows the commitment of an actor, you know, like he really delved deep into this character and the training. Wonderful. Well, I, that's why I definitely want to see it because like I was saying, uh, I feel like I've been along on this journey because when, when I heard that, I was like, no way. I'm like, you can't take someone that's never, that is not an actor, put him in a lead of a movie. But I remember as weeks went by and you were talking about the process, I'm like, well, wait a minute, maybe, maybe there's something to this that you can actually take someone. But obviously there's the time commitment and, and the dedication on both sides, your end and yeah. his end. So kudos to the both of you for actually making that work. Because I just remember thinking of, when I first heard it, I'm like, no way, there's no way that this guy can, no matter how smart he is or whatever, that he can, he's sure he's got to look, but you know, it's almost impossible. So I'm so happy and so glad that it worked and that we've been kind of along on this journey with you. This is amazing. I can't wait to see it. So, but Patricia. Oh, well, you will see it. I am sure you'll be invited when we play in Las Vegas or somewhere you that we, we can show it to you. Or LA, yeah. I, I'll, LA, I'll yeah. So def definitely when you debut, or, and if, of course, if there's any way that we can help promote it, um, I'm sure AJ and I are in the same boat here, you know, send us the links, uh, whatever needs to be done to help get the word out. Uh, and I, you know, I sincerely hope that it's uh, you're able to find US distribution. So if anyone's listening, uh, by all means, please, please reach out. Thank you so much for your support. It really means a lot. It's 100%. wonderful. We love supporting you, Patricia, and and you mean so much to us. Uh, you are such an amazing director, and we respect you so much and love you. And I do want to say um, I want to say thank you also for introducing us to Noah A. Waters the Third and Lauren. I'm sorry, Asia Lauren. Asia Lauren, yes. And thank you so much because they were guests on our show as well. And it was because of you, Patricia, and your wonderful energy uh, that you suggested uh, that, they, um, that, that they be on our show. And they are incredible. And so thank you so much, Patricia. Uh, we really it's appreciate it. It's my pleasure. It. I'll keep referring you great people that I know would be entertaining for your show, so. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia. Well, we want you back as well because you're one of the great people. Isn't that right, Paul? A hundred percent. That's uh, what I was going to mention is uh, when, when, when it's time, uh, when you're coming to the U.S. or you, you need uh, to come and promote your film, we would love to interview you again just because, you know, you, I'm sure you'll have something else that you're working on and, and want to talk about and just more experiences. And, and I'm, I would love to, you know, I'll interview you for another three hours and, and talk about, if you don't mind, you know, your background, uh, being born in El Salvador and then making it, I mean, uh, when they said run for the border, you guys kept running and running and wound up in Canada. It's like, how do you as Latinos then growing up in Canada, in Montreal, you know, what's that experience like? So I would love to learn all about that. So when you have time, AJ, I would love to, you know, Patricia, I would love to do a deeper dive into that because it fascinates me when I meet Latinos that aren't like in the US because this is so close to, to Mexico and Latin America that it's yeah. okay. But now to make it to, to Canada or, you know, across, you know, into the UK or in, into 
uh, Asia, you know, you're like, well, how did that happen? What's going on? You know, so that fascinates me. So it's a different yeah. experience for sure, because we were forced to learn French. Those who went to Quebec, right? By law, you have to learn the, the main language there. So it's a different perspective of Latinos because I speak French and I have this French education, which people who grew up in, in the US don't have. So we are Latinos, but it's di different. Yeah. There's uh, some slight differences. Um, yeah, so that I'd love to talk about it. I have so much to say about it. I would love to hear more. You can you can talk a little bit more about it here. Um, I do want to wish you a very happy uh, Women's International Women's Day to you, Patricia. Oh, to you too, AJ. Really. And you, Paul. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Im imagine how the world would be without women. Oh, it would be a very sad place. It would be tremendously missing. Um, because I, I, you know, I think women are so incredible. You're one of them. You're one of the incredible women, our leaders that are taking us into the, you know, the next future and it's, it's promising and exciting, but I did want to circle. So thank you so much for that. I did want to circle back and say, Patricia, could you say a little bit more about growing up Latina and from where you came from and, and being a, a uh, you know, escaping and, and, and all of that. Could you share a little bit more? Yes, we had to escape uh, the war in El Salvador in the 1980s. I was a little girl because um, my father was a university student. And um, when you were studying at the university, they had you on lists. And we don't know if it's my father's name, my father himself who was on that list, but Oscar Chica was on the list, that name. There could have been somebody else with the same name. And we knew that if he didn't escape the country within 24 hours, he would be killed. So he had to leave and he, he left to Canada because back in, in the 80s, Canada had a policy that uh, they would receive uh, war refugees and give them all the rights of housing and uh, welfare and jobs and, you know, and the U.S. didn't give that to the refugees. So, of course, they went to Canada, my parents with the kids, and my mother sold everything uh, we owned as a family, the house, everything, and it, it was the equivalent back in the day of 10, uh, of a thousand U.S. dollars. Uh, so, she rolled 10 bills of 100 dollars U.S. Uh, as a little roll, and put it as a tampon. And that's how we crossed the border. So they wouldn't know that we were escaping the country. So what, uh, what my mother, she was very clever. She bought tickets to go to Spain with a stopover in Montreal uh, because we weren't allowed to go to Canada be because of the conflict. But she said, no, we're going to Spain to visit family and she gave an address, she really researched, like she had a family who allowed us to use their address and their name, and this is where we're going. And when the plane landed uh, in Montreal in the middle of the winter, everything was white and cold. She took the three kids and we left the airplane to ask for political uh, exile status. And, um, all of her belongings, the, the luggage left to go to Spain and Madrid and we lost everything except the $1,000 in her, you know, her vagina um, pretty much. And the little doll I was carrying with me because it was my doll. So that's how we entered the country, not speaking French or English. And because back in the 80s, uh, they closed the airport at night. It's not like today, it's 24 seven, right? So at night they closed the airport and they said, your, your flight left to Spain and we have to close the airport. So where do we go? And they told us tomorrow morning, call immigration, the immigration office and deal with them because we really have to go home now. <laughs> and that's how we entered Canada. This is incredible. What an incredible story. And your mom, so brave and so smart to have a strategy 
of 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 uh, relocating her all of her loved ones to you know a place a refuge a place. Thank goodness that um, thank goodness that Canada said okay. Thank goodness. I'm so happy for you, uh, Patricia. You've overcome so much. What do you say, Paul? Uh, yeah, I, I probably should have asked a question because I don't know why it just hit me really hard. So, and mm -hmm. I, I didn't even live it, you know. It's it's like sometimes we just take everything for granted, you know, because like I'm sure my dad went through turmoil to be here, and uh, but then to do what your mom did—that's, I mean, that's uh, something very special, and I'm sure you guys are very proud of her. Yes, very proud. She was only 26, you know, and something I I would like to people to be aware of in uh, Salvadorian or Latinos in Canada they were able to prosper very fast uh, my parents went to university my mother became uh, executive assistant at, at the government my father became an accountant and my cousins uncles and the other members of the family the same family from El Salvador who escaped and arrived in New York in the U.S. It took them 20 years, two decades to reach the same level because they were illegal aliens. They didn't have rights and they had to work under the table to work at restaurants or cleaning bathrooms somewhere. Mm -hmm. And Canadians, as soon as we arrived, the prime minister gave us rights. Okay, you have now a social insurance number. You can find a job. But while you wait to find a job and you have to learn French and we will pay you $250 a week back in the 80s, that was a lot of money. So you can house yourself and attend classes to learn French because it's important that you learn the language so you can succeed and find jobs or educate, uh -huh. go to school, whatever. So my parents became highly educated. All my my brothers, they're highly educated, doctors, and you know, they work in uh, software companies, etc. But my cousins didn't have that luxury and that's the beauty of uh, living uh, as a canadian that i feel very blessed we have all this support so no one is left behind you know so i just wanted to acknowledge that uh, the gratitude i have for canada amazing what do you think paul yeah it's it's, it's an amazing it's an amazing story and uh i don't know if you'll ever or maybe you already have you know committed to film or or to a book or something but it's it's uh, it's it's a great immigration story, and uh, I, I do I do a podcast called Cool Immigration Stories, and I think that's oh. part of it. I would you know I don't know if I can get through it because I don't know why it's just really affected me and hit me so hard. But uh, yeah, I, I would uh, I, I think it would be a great uh, you would be a great interview. And are, are your are your parents still around? I mean, are they still uh, in Canada? They, or? they my parents passed away. Uh, for medical reasons, so I'm an orphan officially. Sorry, sorry to hear that. So, wow, well, I'm asking all, all the. I think maybe I'm asking all the wrong questions. So, no, Thanks. they're very compassionate questions, and I've I've been telling these stories for so long now. When I first started talk, uh, telling those stories, I was crying and like I couldn't speak, you know. But I, it has become part of uh, my journey to really share these stories because they empower people. Uh, like to me now, I, I have faced war. When I was little, I could hear the bombing on top of you know the city. I could see the blood and, and the massacres and uh, firsthand uh, I was going through a war. So nothing really scares me anymore like any challenge, difficulty, problem, like it's nothing. Because when you've gone through war as a child, you have overcame the most horrific terrors of your life. So anything else is so easy. So never complain. That's why I never complain. I'm always grateful. This challenge is teaching me something, you know? Oh, Patricia, you it's such a moving, your story of your life it's so moving and it's and I and I'm so sorry for your loss but I but along with that I want to say you you're our family so we're a, you're not an orphan you're adopted into our family isn't that right yeah. Paul yeah a hundred percent and I think it's such a powerful story especially on uh, I mean we're, we're filming this on International Women's Day so happy International Women's Day and I think it just speaks to the 
to the strength of women and and uh, how they really are the backbone of a family. Of, and obviously, without women, <laughs> we wouldn't be here. But you know, that's, <laughs> so I love thank, that. Thank you, thank you for sharing that. I love that so much. And yes, um, I think that's going to be. I want to know when that your podcast is going to be, Paul, because I'd love to listen to Patricia talk even more about more stories. Uh, it's just phenomenal. Uh, you're a survivor. You know that. I mean, amazing, the, your amazing moving story is what shaped your beautiful heart. That's why you're fearless. That's why I, I'm, I love your energy, Patricia, because you've got this, I can do it. I can do it no matter what, I can do it. And, and that comes through in every, every, be, every part of you, every, um, everything you say, everything you do, it's that it, you bring wonderful energy. So thank you, Patricia. And, and I have a, a even greater respect for you now, knowing how much you have overcome and been through. And I just, I just we love you so much. Can I just say that, Patricia? Oh, well, the love goes back at you. Really, you're so wonderful as well. And with, with great compassion, I embrace everything you say. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love this. I wish we had more time. We, we have to wrap up in a few minutes, but I okay. wanted to ask before I send that over to you, Patricia, and uh, you, Paul, for final words, I wanted to ask you one more question. Um, who would you like to work with um, in the future? Uh, would you, is there a director or an actor that you would like to work with, Patricia, particularly? Oh, there are so many I would love to work with. And uh, my hero, somebody I adore is Oprah Winfrey. And uh, we, I always tell people, it's not who you know that matters, it's who knows you. So my intention, I put out the word to the universe is that she gets to know who I am. So she will recognize what I, I can offer, the value that I bring and possibly collaborate that would be my greatest uh, intention and that is my greatest uh, intention as well for you and so let's put that out there and say hello to oprah winfrey i love hello, oprah. oprah hi oprah we love <laughs> oprah don't we i'm from and chicago i don't have a choice of course uh, i love oprah yeah yeah <laughs> what, what do you think paul <laughs> yeah yeah well i'm, I'm from chicago so I, I don't i don't have a choice of course uh, i'm a big fan of oprah and i love oprah so Absolutely. It's going to happen now that you've put it yes. out there. You yeah, know. I put it out to the universe. You're my witness and you have the airwaves to make it happen. So I really trust that. It's happening right now as we speak, because it yes. is it is the pathways are opening up and uh, it's manifesting. So I believe in that as well, Patricia. And um, I want to go over to you, Paul, for final thoughts over to you. Oh, a wonderful. Well, it's, it's been such an honor and a pleasure. And you know, in spite of all, all the things that you went through, you still have this beautiful, gentle side and soul and practicing chi energy, whatnot. And uh, I, I'll have to change the filters because I had something in my eye. So forgive me if I had to uh, take, take some, whatever I had in my eye out. But uh, it was such a moving story. And thank you for, for sharing it with us. And uh, I, I just uh, look up to you even more so. So thank you for sharing that. And I, I hope to one day be able to work with you and be on your set and have you direct me and uh, and use this chi energy because I, I, I believe in it. So, so yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, you asked the question. So you created this conversation. So thank you, Paul, for your great thank questions. Thank you. And Paul, we love your emotion. We just want to say thank you, Paul, for being vulnerable and displaying your emotion because it's beautiful. Isn't it, Patricia? Oh, yes. It's very moving. I'm always compelled when people feel what I say as something with that has meaning because uh, it really was an experience, you know? Mm -hmm. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Paul. And, and Patricia, how can people uh, get in contact with you? And final thoughts over to you, Patricia. Like I say to everyone, you know, your energy is your highest currency. Make sure it's always high. It's always elevated. It always brings value because what you bring to the world reflects back at you. So be mindful of that. 
That's wonderful. I, it's such a beautiful statement and, and we take it to heart. Uh, thank you so much, Patricia. Patricia, you mean so much to us. And I echo what Paul said. I'd love for you to direct me or be in on your set and, and to help in any way. I mean, I've only been an extra one time in like 1987 in, the, in a movie called The Underachievers uh, the, the originally was called night school, but anyway, I would love to be there <laughs> with you. She, 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 she took a, a person that wasn't even an actor. So you're way ahead of the game, AJ. Yes, I think, exactly. I think, are you kidding me? Yeah. You're, you're all, you know, you could, you could already lead, lead, be a lead in one of her movies. I mean, she's so good at, <laughs> at that. You have to work hard though, AJ and train and, you know, so. <laughs> oh, she, she would be fabulous. Well, I really look forward to collaborating with you and meeting you in the flesh when that happens. Uh, that would be a great gift for me. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Well, likewise, and I hope we get to see you. And when you're going to be in LA, let me know and we'll, you know, or Chicago. I can always fly home to Chicago, but definitely LA. Yeah. Or Vegas. Thank Absolutely. you so much, Paul. Thank you so much, Patricia. And Patricia, until next time, I'm just going to um, put my fan up here and say um, we love you. And until next time, this is au revoir just for a moment. And then we'll be talking either on Clubhouse or um, again on Zoom. So thank you so much, Patricia. And we send our love and kisses and hugs to you. We're your thank biggest you fan. Thank so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh. <laughs> That's so great. Well, this was fantastic. Thank you so much. And I'll make sure to share this episode with everyone and to promote it. Uh, let's spread out great energy and positivity in the world. It's so important. So thank you for facilitating that today. Thank you. Namaste.